Lift your hand and bless the Lord this morning. Bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We honor you. We honor you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lord, you are just a good God. We are so honored to be able to call you Father. We are so blessed to have a God like you. Thank you for everything you have done. Thank you for the things you did before we knew you. Thank you for the things you are doing now that we know you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory because we know you will still do more. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Come on, give the Lord a big shout, somebody. Praise God. Please take your seat. Take your seat. Um, I won't be shouting too much. Yes. Because... Uh, I'm trying to manage my voice. Praise the Lord. All right, before we start, um, thank you for all those that have um, shown me appreciation, um, not just uh, because my birthday is tomorrow, but even those that have shown appreciation over the years. So I want to appreciate all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please clap, clap well if you're clapping. Thank you. Then um, I also saw that members of the workforce collectively sent me a gift 
thank you. That was a very big gift. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't take it for granted at all. I don't take it for granted at all. Uh, gratitude is something you must do consciously. Gratitude is something you must do consciously. It is natural to forget, but it is conscious to remember. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? The natural thing is to forget people that have been a blessing to you. That's the natural thing. It takes consciousness to remember people that have been a blessing. And the truth is that your gratitude will always open doors for you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? The more grateful you are, the more reasons to be grateful you will have. Is somebody getting me? The more grateful you are, the more reasons to be grateful you will have. It's natural to be ungrateful, but it's consciousness to be grateful. So that's why I'm very deliberate about appreciating um, everyone that gave me a gift and that will still give me a gift. Uh, I know some of you will still give me a gift. So I'm thanking you in advance now in case I don't see you uh, after now. Uh, December, there was someone that has been calling me uh, and um, he doesn't live, they don't live, he doesn't live in Lagos. So he was asking me for a phone. He's a guy. He kind of works with our family. So he was asking me for a phone. So I said, yeah, you know, a lot of times um, I even need to communicate with him. So it's, I need to help him get a phone. So December, I finally bought a phone. Um, it's not a, an expensive phone, but it's a phone. I bought him a phone, and I sent someone going to the village to give him the phone. Now, before I bought, before I bought the phone, it was reminding me. I was uh, getting chats. You know, there's some people that send you message. You know, it's not greeting. Uh, you and them understand that it's a reminder of our last discussion. <clears throat> so when I finally sent the phone to the village, to him, uh, I, I didn't hear anything. So, after some days, I had to call the person I sent that, is it that you did not deliver? The person I've delivered it since. You know, so I had to now ask the person, have you received the phone? He said, yes, yes, ah, it's true, yes. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks after. <laughs> Uh, if he sees my leg, he should cut it. Uh, but, uh, uh, you see, when he needed something, he was remembering. The moment it was done, he forgot. People forget. You must make sure, make sure you are not one of those. 
that we'll ever forget. It's easy to remember one bad thing somebody did and forget 99 good things that they did. It's easy. So be careful. Be careful. Learn to be grateful. The guy didn't, I, I was worried. I thought the person I sent has forgotten I was playing. Or has even lost. I said, are you, you didn't drop the thing. I said, you dropped. He said, I've dropped it since. Since. So I had to ask the person I sent phone to. When you put phone on, new phone, it's not the person that sent you the phone. If you want to test whether the phone is working. <laughs> Come on, say with me, I will never forget. That's why um, the Bible says, forget not his benefits. It's easy to forget when God has been good to you. Or when people, 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 there are so many people that are suffering on the earth today because they are not good with gratitude. There are some people even driving car. <laughs> I saw one of my daughters. I saw on her, on her. She post. She posted it. <clears throat> she posted it that she doesn't like when people say after all I've done for you. She doesn't like that thing when people say it. And I told her it's because you have not done things for people. Mm. because she's still young and she's just starting life I said the reason why you're writing this thing eh, is that most of your life so far you've been the person receiving things I said wait for the next season of your life when you are the one doing things and you see how people behave you will make this statement yourself you know life can be like that if you're hearing one side of the story after everything I've done for you. Uh, you have not done things for people. You have not done things for people. There are people today driving car that I bought for them to go and spread gossip about me. It's the car I bought. I bought the car. They are driving it to somewhere to go and talk evil of me. It can't be well. It can't be well. That's express course. On express road. It cannot be well. Uh, it cannot be well. It's the car I bought. I'm going to buy the car. The whole family is inside it going to. <laughs> uh, so, you have not done things for people. When you do things for people, you will say after I've done for you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Even God also says after all I've done for you. If you don't make it. All right. So, I'm going to start. Today, I'm talking about seven ways to dramatically change your thinking. Um, wherever I stop, we'll continue second service. If we don't finish, we'll continue whenever we see ourselves. Praise God. So, but um, why is this teaching so important? Why is it so important? It is important because your thinking controls your life. Your present life is a function 
of your thinking. Oh, I don't know if you can understand what I'm saying. Oh, your present life is not a function of the government. It's a function of your thinking. If you can change your thinking, you can change your life. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I say, if you can change your thinking, you can change your life. So, the way God wired us, the way God created us, our thinking also creates our future. It's called imagination. Imagine, you know, it's, 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 it's funny that God gave us the ability to see the future. How many of you have thought of that before? God gave us no other animal or creation has that ability. That ability is a God-like ability. The ability to see tomorrow. See, everything I'm doing, I'm doing today and everything I am today, I saw it. Those people here that are old, we verify. You know, like we say, go on, go and verify. Go and verify. People that are here have forgotten uh, what country we were doing our tour. And one of the people that came, I think it's Canada, one of our church members that has left long ago is now in Canada. He came for that event and he said, Pastor K has been saying this thing many years ago. Everything I am today, everything I am doing today, I saw it many years ago. And guess what? The beauty is that you too can create your future. Are you catching it? It's a powerful thing. It's a powerful gift. Powerful gift. Everything I saw, everything I'm doing, I saw it. If the devil can capture your imagination, he has captured your life. If he can arrest your imagination, he has arrested your life. Genesis chapter 11. Let's read that popular scripture on imagination. So, you are going to read it because I'm saving my voice. So, let's read together. One, two, go. I want it louder. DJ, go ahead.
Alright. I want you to take note of verse 11. Who said? No, verse 11. No, sorry. Stay in the same verse, verse 6, wherever you are. Who is the person that said? I can't hear you. Who said? God said, these people are one. And they have one speech. Language here doesn't mean just language, but they were saying the same thing. (laughs) And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have what? Imagined. Now, a lot of principles were in that verse, but the one we are picking out is that they imagined it. Before this time, they probably didn't have high buildings. All the things that Dubai and Co are doing today with technology, these guys, without technology, no crane, no caterpillar, no architecture. These guys, they said, we are going to build a tower that will reach heaven. Basically, they're saying, we're going to build a very high building. And God said, because they have imagined it, they will do it. My question to you is, what have you imagined? What have you imagined? The economy is not your problem. President is not your problem. Dollar is not your problem. Your problem is your imagination. Everything you are doing today is a product of your imagination. This microphone, somebody saw it. This tent, somebody saw it. Everything is created two times. First in the imagination before it materializes. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This they have imagined to do. Listen to me, child of God. No matter what you do, make sure the devil doesn't capture your thinking. Everything is controlled from your imagination. In fact, many Christians don't realize that your thinking is higher than your prayer. In fact, let me say it again. Your thinking is higher than what? Your prayer. I will show you. Most of you already know it. But your thinking in order of importance, your thinking is more important. That is why, that is why many countries are better than us, even though we pray more than them. In fact, in the rating, I think Nigeria is number one or number two highest praying country. But in the same list, when they did list developed country, we are also the champion. We and Iran or something. Happy <laughs> Pakistan, something like that. Uh, the two highest praying countries were the two poorest countries. Your thinking is above your prayer. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Uh, I've given you real life example. I will still show you in the Bible. See, if if a poor if 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 a very poor person, 
a very poor person is praying that God give me plenty money. Like how much do you think he's thinking? <clears throat> eh? A very poor person, if he sees 100k. Now, 5k, somebody say 5k. <laughs> if, if Elon Musk is saying, Kai, God, I need plenty money. I'm sure there is no numeracy to capture what he's talking. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your thinking comes above your prayer. Nigeria, please. Nigeria, I beg you. You need to realize that. Your thinking always comes before prayer. It's higher than prayer. That is why, listen, that is why when you are praying and you are praying correctly, one of the first thing God does in that prayer is to change your thinking. Because he can't help you if he doesn't change how you are thinking. It's not by shouting. Let's, let's see a few examples. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Is there an, um, God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or what think. Among asking and thinking, which one do you do more? Which one do you do more? Some people don't know. How many seconds or minutes do you take to ask? You can't even ask for one hour. Most times when people are praying, those long prayers, they are repeating themselves and saying jargons. Father, Lord, God, Jehovah, Messiah. They are saying jargons. They are saying jargons. If you want to ask God for something, last, last, if you sabi, uh, put plenty words, five minutes, ten minutes, what do you want to say? I want you. Oh, Lord, I need a, an instrument for my pedestal <laughs> endeavor. No matter how much you put English, five minutes, you don't talk finish. Then 23 hours, uh, what, 55 minutes, you did think. You are thinking there is no shoe in Nigeria. But you just prayed for shoe. You are walking about thinking there is no money in the, this country is finished. You just pray for breakthrough. This morning, oh, throughout the day, you are just thinking no money now, no money. See, 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 see people, they suffer. Oh. And you have plenty of discussion on how Nigeria cannot work. Every time I have those discussions. It's for the masses. So I'm having it for the masses. People are going through a hard time. And it's not, has nothing. I'm blessed in every currency. Yes, thank you for the two people that believe. <laughs> are you catching what I'm saying? You think more than you pray. You think more than you pray. So if you are thinking small, no matter how many times you pray, 
you will still be small. Are you getting this? Jeremiah 33. He said, call unto me. I will answer you. And what? Show you. Praise God. So, um, imagination is important. Romans chapter 12. From verse 2. Romans 12 verse 2. It says, be, be not conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed. By how? Changing your thinking. So, he said you are transformed. Transformed. That means your life changes when you renew your mind. Second Corinthians chapter 10. I'm just giving you the foundation scriptures. Then we'll go from there. Second Corinthians chapter 10. From verse 3. It says, where are you? DJ. I want us to read together. One, two, go. So stop there. They said, even though we are physical beings, they said the battle is not physical. Did somebody catch it? We are physical people. All of you, you want to move forward physically. But they are saying the battle is not physical. The way to move forward physically is not to hustle physically. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'll repeat it. The way you move forward physically is not by hustling physically. You say we war, we, we are in the, we walk in the flesh, but we don't war in the flesh. Where is the war? Where are we fighting the war? Next verse. Next verse. He said, For the weapons of our warfare are not canna, they are mighty through God, pulling down what? Strongholds. Where are the strongholds? Next verse. Casting down what? Imaginations. That's the stronghold. That's where we fight. That's where we fight. It's in our imaginations. We, we don't hustle more physically. It's a casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity what? Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Are you catching this? We are natural, but we don't hustle natural. Third John verse 2, he said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be held even as your soul, your mind, does what? Prospers. That word even means equally as. So if your mind does not prosper, your life does not prosper. Are you catching what I'm saying? So, the battle, the battle of life is about imagination. Listen, I know that there are many of you, you, you have a lot of requests, you have a lot of things you are expecting to happen in your life. The number one step is to start seeing it happen. It's a conscious practice. Visualize. Visualize that future. 
seven ways that you can dramatically change your thinking. Number one, number one, pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. That is why some of our African prayer has problem because it is mindless prayer. It is more focused on emotion, how we feel and how we shout. When you are really praying the right way, it becomes reflective. You are praying and you are allowing God shape you on the inside. Call unto me, I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. Have you seen that before? Have you seen it before? Look at this. Let's read together. I want to go. And I will what? And do what? Great and mighty. Which word? So, when you are praying the right way, one of the things that begins to happen is God begins to change the picture. All of you, you are carrying a picture. You are already carrying a picture. Whether you like or not, there's a picture inside your heart. If God doesn't change it, he can't help you. Listen, listen. The Mother God, as powerful as God is, as powerful as God is, he couldn't take the children of Israel into the promised land. Almighty God. So sometimes when I'm discouraged as a pastor, that ah, some people have been pastoring them for years, they've seen or made it. I say, even God, Baba God, his congregation, most of them didn't make it. He had to go to children's church and start again. Mm. God told Moses, let's kill these members. <laughs> That's God. So who am I? If God's pastoral ministry didn't do too well, who am I? I'm doing very well compared to how God's own went. Is somebody get what I'm saying? That's how powerful the mind is. God cannot override your mind. Africans don't know this. Africans think if we shout at God, God too is violent. He too will move. <laughs> Africa, 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 Africa. Do you guys watch AFCON? Do you watch AFCON? If you have been watching Premiership and Champions League, it's a struggle to watch AFCON. Africa, 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 Africa. Since they bombed me, since they bombed me, since they bombed me, Africa. I can understand slow progress. What I can't understand is going backwards. I don't understand that one. Everybody can make progress at a different rate as long as we're making Africa. That's why we pray violently. We believe if we violent in prayer himself. <laughs> you don't know him. You don't know him. He cannot override your mind. He can't. He brought them out of Egypt. He couldn't take them in because they were complaining 
every, their mind was still in Egypt. He took them out of Egypt. He could not take Egypt out of them. He could not. That's the almighty God. The almighty God. Jehovah. Elohim. He could not take them into the promised land. He, God gave up. God gave up and Moses was not encouraging God. <laughs> Go and read this there. It's in the Bible. God gave up. Moses now said, do, do. Mm? <laughs> now so, like, don't worry. <laughs> it's there. <clears throat> God gave up. That's my encouragement in pastoral ministry. Because some people, you could preach to them 30 years. When you hear them talk, you'll be weighing your calling. Now, am I called? <laughs> am I sure I'm in the right business? <laughs> God gave up. He brought them out of Egypt by force with a mighty hand. He did crazy miracles. Frogs. Uh, River Nile turned to blood. I mean, there was darkness. That people can touch darkness. He did forceful miracles to bring them out out of Egypt, but he couldn't take Egypt out of them. He could not. Because that one is you that has to do it. Couldn't take them out. They kept talking about cucumber and lettuce. Garlic. Is garlic. Garlic. Not even pineapple. Not pineapple. Not apple. Garlic. 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 He couldn't bring them out. After they frustrated him so much, he told Moses, let's kill these people. <laughs> people don't know that God can get frustrated. He can. He can. He has emotions. That's why you hear the Bible say, don't grieve. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. God has feelings. He got frustrated. He said, Moses, hmm? you are still young. Don't let this people kill you. They eventually killed him. All. That's why it's good to listen to God. Though. God knows what he's saying. Though. Don't be more holy than God. Because they still kill him. God tells you, these people, they will kill us all. Uh, let's kill them. Before they kill us. Let's kill them. We'll kill them. We'll start afresh. God said, I'll raise... You know, God has no limit on time. So he can raise a whole new generation. God can't wait 100 years. That's what's happening in Nigeria. God is waiting for us. He has seen that this is our generation. We know one gets sense. He has seen it. He has seen it. That the way we are going with our Christianity is white garment. We'll still end with last, last. Uh, it's shrine, it's shrine we are going because Christianity has been bastardized here already so God has seen that this once so do, from the can add 8 years to your life mm. yes if, if everything goes normal this government is staying 8 years add 8 years to all your ages God don't give up for many of now <laughs> as your children is thinking these ones can have sense Eight years. <laughs> By eight years, this will be Caleb Fellowship. <laughs> Caleb Fellowship. <laughs> By eight years. Oh, Caleb. 
and kill and fellowship. That's the truth. Add eight years to your age. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Mr. Demola, how old is your oldest child? 13 plus 8 is what? 21. Or 20, 21. As if we were adults. 21 is an adult. So, so when God got frustrated, <laughs> he told Moses, look, let's kill these people. And start a new... I'll wait. I'll keep you alive. Moses said, ah, it's not good, God. What will people say? All this thing, all this thing. They frustrated Moses to himself. Missing calling. And God said, these people, they will not see the land. What they have spoken to me is I to be. They will never see the land. Do you know what? God got frustrated. He applied all the principles of radically changing mind. But the people refused to change their thinking. And God knows if people refuse to change their thinking, there's no use. It's a matter of time. Let them just die. So let's not waste time. Let's kill them today. Now wait for them to die in 40 years. Moses Beck, they died in 40 years, but God started afresh with a younger generation. Because one of the things that happens that the younger you are, the fresher your mind is. So people like Mark, my uncle that deal with youth, our future is in your hands. Oh. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding you. From my own understanding of things, Nigeria-wise, God is not looking at these people shouting and praying. And he has forgotten. They're they, they not... <laughs> they are not on the same page with him at all. They are not. Because if you ask the average pastor or Christian, what's our strategy for next election? You know what he's going to say? Fire. Just add more fire. That's the solution. That's the solution. Ask, just ask your pastor. Ask anybody. Now, okay, now that we are, in, we are suffering, what's the next plan? We'll pray more. We need to pray. <laughs> we, 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 we have to pray. Guys, we must pray. <laughs> Madness. 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 <laughs> so, what was God's solution? Start a new generation. Start a new generation. So, seven ways you dramatically change your thinking. Number one, pray for wisdom. But you are not praying, oh God, go and do it. That's the difference. You are not saying, God, go and do it. You are praying and God is shaping the picture in your own heart. Shaping the picture. So, it is reflective prayer. It's a prayer of meditation. Because one word from God can change your life forever. When God drops one image, one picture in your heart, your life will never be the same. Some of you, what God will do is to frustrate your comfort. In that your one room apartment, you are the king. Your own one room gets a sliding window. (laughs) 
the others, their own lovers. So you are very comfortable. God will shake you. It will frustrate that image so that your picture will become bigger. Is somebody catching what I'm saying? Frustrated. So if God plants a picture in your heart, your life will change. My prayer for you is that this week, God will plant a big picture in your heart. God will plant a big dream in your heart. That's how God changes things. He gives men dreams. He gives men what? Dreams. Habakkuk said, I will stand upon my watch. I will stay upon the tower to see what the Lord will say. Did you see that? Did you bring it? I will stand upon my watch. I will set me upon the tower in prayer to tell God to go and do it. Is it to tell God to do it? What if I shout at him to do it now? By fire and by force. Is that what will happen? No. He said, I will stand on my watch and I will watch to what? See what the Lord will what? Say. I will see what the Lord will say. Because God sometimes doesn't speak in English. He speaks in pictures. He speaks in dreams. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He speaks with a vision. The day God gives you a vision for your life. See, provision is inside vision. So praying for provision is a, you don't have goals and dreams. When he gives you vision, inside vision, there is what? Provision. If God gives you a vision, you will never pray for money again. You will never pray for money again. Look at this, look at this. He said, I will stand to see what God will say. Next verse. Next verse. What did God say? And the Lord said, what? I can't hear you. What did God say? His vision. God replies by vision. By a picture. God said, the picture I'm going to show you now, write it. If it's Africa, by the first verse, the church has closed. Do it, oh God. Do it, oh God. Do it, oh God. They won't wait for verse 2. Verse 2 is the most important one. Where he gives you the vision. Write the vision. Make it plain upon tables. So that he may run. That word. I did it. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. So, prayer and answer is the first thing. You pray and you are waiting for. So, for those of you praying for maybe a husband, pray till you see a picture of your wedding. You need to see a picture of your wedding. If you're a businessman, pray to see how expanded the expansion. You must see it. That's how God does it. If you are waiting to have children, pray till you see your children surround your table. Are you getting what I'm saying? See it. When God was having a hard time helping Abraham to see, what did God begin to do? He began to give Abraham pictures. He said, look at the stars. Can you count it? Say no. He said, that's how your children will be. Look at the sand. He took him. He said, come outside. 
Come and see the sun. Can you count it? Say, that's how your children will be. Because the more hardship you face, your mind will be focused on that hardship. If your mind is focused on that hardship, your life will only produce hardship. So you must be aggressive with changing what your mind is seeing. You must be aggressive. The last one I will share, I will continue, I will continue in the next service because there are several major ways. The last one I will share is what we normally call spying the land. Spying the land is what God tried to use for children of Israel. He kept telling them, I'll take you to a land flowing with milk and honey. It's difficult to tell a slave that there is a land flowing with milk and honey. What does that mean? He doesn't know what that means. It was difficult. God kept saying, I'll take you to a land. I'll take you to a land. Them kept saying, we want to go back to Egypt. We want to go back to Egypt. We are familiar with Egypt. We are familiar with suffering. God said, you know what? Let me see if I can hack their mind. He called Moses. This was God's idea. He called Moses. Choose one person from each tribe. One of their leaders. There were 12 tribes in Israel. So they chose 12 people. He said, take those 12 people. Let them go and spy the land. So that they will see a physical picture of the mental picture I want them to have. So the 12 guys went to spy the land and they came back from spying the land and they said, the land that we went to spy is a true, true. is a land flowing with milk. That the land too sweet. It's too sweet. He said the grapes from that land are heavy. Enjoyment. DJ, are you showing the scripture? He said, he said, enjoyment. I want to they said the people came back. They, they, said, they said the land is good. But they now added caveat. He said, but they are giants. They are people that have gone far in life. Which they will like catch the big boys. Say they are giants in the land. Look at this. Verse 28. He said, the, the land. No, no, I want what he said. It's really nice. <laughs> he said, and they told him, he said, we came onto the land where you sent us. And surely it flew wet with milk and honey. And this is what the fruit of it. He said, but there are giants. He said, the people be strong that dwell in the land. He said, the cities are world and very great. He said, and we saw the children of Anak there. Next back. You know, in Nigeria, he said, oh, we saw the children of this general, the children of this politician, the children of Donso, I prophesy over this nation, the children of the righteous will overrun the children of the wicked. In the name of Jesus. The generation of wickedness stops with this one. Because their plan is for their children to oppress our children. They have oppressed our generation. But their children will never oppress our children. I decree the generation of wickedness. It ends now in the name of Jesus. He said, we saw the children of Anak there. The children of a minister 
the children of a governor, the children of a president. We saw them there. See the next thing. See the Amalekites dwell in the land. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, they dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites, they dwell by the sea, by the coast of Jordan. Next verse. And Caleb did what? Steal the people before Moses. And said, let us what? Go up at once. And do what? Possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. Hallelujah. Next verse. He said, but the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go against the people, for they are stronger than we. It's in their imagination. Next verse. And they brought an evil report and all that. Let me just round up. In fact, at some point, they said, we are like grasshoppers in their sight. I mean, yes, in our sight, and so are we in their sight. DJ, give me that. He said, uh, yes, he said, and there, and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as what? And so we were in the, how did you know, how did you know their own? It's because it's a law of life. People will eventually see you how you see yourself. Eventually. They will treat you how you treat yourself. That's why God wants to change how you see yourself. Your imagination. Your own imagination. Hallelujah. So go to them, go and spy the land. It's a principle. If there's anything that represents your next level, constantly go and spy it. Constantly. If you want to own your own house and you have a friend that owns his own house, go and spy it. Go and look at it. Touch it. Say, people, 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 they get their own house now. It's doable. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are trusting God to be married to a godly husband. Go and visit your friends that have godly husband. And see how real life is supposed. Stop watching the one that happened on the social media. To affect your mind. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I always spy the land. Anything I want to do, I go and check out somebody that is doing it. Anything. Because if it exists already on the earth, I can't get it. I can't get it. If somebody has it, that means you did. You did. This can't be the last one. Bishop Oedigo will share how that before he built Covenant University, he went to Ora Roberts University. I've been to Ora Roberts University. In fact, our church has a partnership with them. So if you are here and you even want to go to Ora Roberts University, please reach our church office. We have discounted partnership with them. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and those of you, your children, want to go to Ora Roberts University, please contact the office. There's a discount for our church. So, um, so I've also been there. Beautiful place. Beautiful Christian University. See the tall buildings. See the chapel. See, I mean, the level of excellence. Christian University. Godly one. Godly one. You can't be seeing people smoking. You can't be seeing people wearing uh, uh, pants. Godly place. But you see the towers. See buildings. 
So Bishop Oedipo said, now, me, I went there to 2023. And I was still in awe. But those buildings have been in existence more than 20 years ago. So imagine what it looked like when then Bishop Oedipo went to see it. When Bishop Oedipo got there, walked around and looked around, he said, it can happen anywhere. Hallelujah. He said, it can happen what? Is it not happening now? If God can't change your mind, he can't change your life. Change your picture. Next time you are praying, don't shout at God. Let him talk to you. And write the vision. By now, by now you should know your children's name. Are you getting what I'm saying? Imagine yourself talking to them. Say, David, David, sit down. Sit down and eat your food. <laughs> you will look like a mad person to normal people. But in this life, you have to be mad sometimes to break through. You see, Abraham, they told him to change his name to Abraham. Is that not madness? Somebody that doesn't have child says change his name to Babi Beji. It's not madness. Didn't the madness pay off? Are you getting what I'm saying? Thank you, Jesus. Would you like to change your way of thinking? Can we rise to our feet this morning? Lift your hand and talk to God and let him give you a picture. A picture. See yourself driving to work, the kind of job you want, or to your business, the kind of business you want. And maintain that picture throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. If you need to go and cut image of picture of children, or of a wedding, or of a house, and paste it in your room, so that you'll be seeing it, you can do that. Because your mind must change for your life to change. Go ahead and talk to God. Say, Lord, show me images, pictures, pictures, pictures of my future, of a glorious future. Show me, Lord. Zubrada Kazataya, Jitabura Kadisa. Come on, come on, pray this morning. Let pictures, 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 pictures. Zebo Karada Satala Kaba. Ziman Katarika do Satabaya. Begin to pull down imaginations. Any negative picture. If you're always seeing yourself in failure, seeing yourself poor, seeing yourself suffering, seeing yourself sick, start to pull down that imagination. Bring it under the authority of Christ. Arrest that thought. Zabradasata. The message translation said we should take the thought like a prisoner of war. <laughs> take the thought like a prisoner of war. Arrest that thought. Is a war criminal. Shaka baladaya. In Torada basatalaba. Jebalagade zota barada. Jebolakata lagada. Sabola kata rata yasata. 
Sikaborata satala kaba. Shindorodobo satala gada. Ikabala da satala gada zede. Jobarata satagada yaga. Shobarata satala gada. Yes, Lord. Vision. Dreams. He said, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream dreams. Baratazatayaka. Shota barataza. What are the images? Start to replace with positive image now. As you are praying now, be seeing yourself in your answered prayer. Be seeing yourself in a good marriage. See yourself with many children. See yourself in that business. See yourself prospering in every currency. See yourself flying in business class. See yourself opening new offices. See yourself opening new branches. See yourself doing business with leaders, with kings. See your factory. See your farm. Begin to picture the positive right now. Begin to picture the positive right now. See yourself celebrated. Begin to picture it. Picture yourself in that country. Picture yourself with, with those people. Picture it as you pray. Picture it as you pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for everyone. We pull down those negative imaginations. Pictures of failure, pictures of sickness, pictures of barrenness, pictures of lack, pictures of suffering. We pull it down now in the name of Jesus. And we replace it with pictures of prosperity, pictures of abundance, pictures of fulfillment, pictures of answered prayers, pictures of healing, pictures of many children, pictures of a happy marriage, pictures of financial prosperity in the name of Jesus. Pictures of Nigeria being better in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I decree it so for everyone. Lord, as you have blessed me all these years, I speak over your people. They will also taste your goodness in the, in the land of the living. In the name of Jesus, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more defeat. From now, they begin to win in every area of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name.